0: Welcome to Urban Foundry. All opinions expressed by Andrew Urban, Paige O'Neill, and our castmates are solely our own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Collier's International, Inc. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for any investment decisions. Clients of Collier's International may maintain positions in the properties discussed in this podcast. Welcome back to the Urban Foundry podcast, your go-to source for urban real estate news and conversations. I'm Andrew Urban.
1: And I'm Paige O'Neill, and we will be your co host as we explore the future of downtown real estate. This This is is Urban Urban Foundry. Foundry.
0: Welcome back to Urban Foundry, another weekly short. Paige, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good. It's a beautiful day outside.
0: Weather's getting warmer.
1: Weather's getting warmer, except whenever it's nice out. I know you're my boss, so I probably shouldn't tell you this, but I have no motivation to work.
0: I was struggling with motivation this week. I, I know. I've been open about it. I don't know this, the solution for it. I feel like a Walt Whitman poem from the 1860s <laughs> talking about nostalgia, mm-hmm. the soldiers. So in the 1860s, doctors thought nostalgia was a disease. So, yeah, this is getting real, real nerdy for the <laughs> audience here. I was one class short of a minor in United States history at mm-hmm. The Ohio University in Athens, Ohio. I came up short because my spring semester of my senior year, I had to take one more class. And so I elected for this Revolutionary War class. And when I showed up to the class, I didn't really read the syllabus or anything, right? Senior. Right. I was like, I already had a job. I was like, cool. Like, I'll take a Revolutionary War class. And whatever grade I get is whatever I get. And the guy's reading list was just like astronomical. And he was like ancient. Like he witnessed the Revolutionary War. And I was like, nah, I'm cutting this. Not for you. (laughs) Not not like that
1: retail class you're telling me about that you took.
0: Retail 201, retail management 201 was was a life changer.
1: Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. A, I enjoyed the content because I like to shop. B, I was able to meet a lot of wonderful professional sorority women. (laughs) <laughs> at Ohio University at a very important time in my life coming from an all boys' high school. Right. And I walk into a room of two hundred sorority women and it was it was like like the heavens opened up and I was like, Oh ah,
1: ah. Yeah.
0: So But anyways, this weekend, Paige, I was doing the great wardrobe changeover. The
1: changeover. A lot of people do the changeover.
0: Putting away the wools and the flannels and the sweaters, packing them up nicely, storing them in closets, et cetera, and bringing all the spring stuff back Mm -hmm. because it's getting warmer out. And Monday morning, I went to get dressed for work, right, and I had a panic attack. And I realize over the last few years, like the dress code for men, women, professional business people is really blurry. Right. Like on any given day, you're like, I could wear anything and I'm not sure if I'm right or wrong or does it even matter? And for our listeners that have been following us for a while or no page, she is not only well-dressed, of course, all the time, but spent uh, over a decade of her life in the fashion industry and went to school for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, Paige, you know, I'm sure you've been following and thinking about this a lot. I'm confused. I'm I, d- confused. I don't think
1: you're alone in your confusion. What? Should now, men and women. Now, be Andrew, wearing- we're only talking about your wardrobe confusion, correct?
0: Well, yes. <laughs> okay, I think so. Yeah. I mean, there might be other things as we unravel this, <laughs> right. But you know, I, um, we'll start there.
1: But I don't think you're alone because this has been a topic of conversation in my group text with my girlfriends. They're like, "What the hell do you wear to work?" Like with all these trends now, the nineties grunge, all of that back, like yeah. what do, what jeans do I wear? What do I wear when I'm taking the kids to the park on the weekend? And it's, it's all very confusing. Yeah, Let's try to tackle what the hell you're supposed to wear to work. Okay. We won't tackle everything, but sure. we'll just tackle that. But I think part of what you wear to work, the business casual.
0: Yeah. What does that mean anymore?
1: It's, it's always evolving. Like anything in today's world change is constant. So, so is this where to work mentality of business casual. You have to dress for A, the job that you have and the job that you want, but you also have to keep in mind who you're interacting with on a day-to-day basis. If it's your colleagues and the rest of your colleagues dress more casual, then I would tend to say dress more casual on those days. If you're interfacing with clients that day, probably step it up. It's over, always better to be overdressed
0: Mm -hmm. than underdressed. Mm -hmm. What is overdressed and underdressed nowadays though? Because the standard used to be like. Jeans are
1: never acceptable in the business, which used to be the standard. However, today that is vastly different.
0: Okay. So you can
1: wear jeans to work.
0: Can we, can we, yeah, I agree. But can we, can we roll back the clock here for a moment? Mm -hmm. Okay. When I started out of school, we had very strict dress codes at the company I worked at. Right. Based on where you were in the organization, right? And it was very conservative, extremely conservative. Right?
1: I remember interviewing for a company, and girls had to wear pantyhose and a skirt. Correct. There was no other option.
0: Correct. And like on the executive floor, you had to wear a tie, and you know, and it was kind of like a privilege. Like it was, it said something about you. Like oh, you're on the executive wing. Mm-hmm. You have to wear a tie mm-hmm. because investors come through there, board members come through there, and you're expected to look a certain way. Right. And it was like, it was almost like a, an honor, or at least it was framed that way. Right. And I never minded it, you know, I in high school, I went to an all boys Catholic school. So I had to wear a blazer and a tie and khakis and, you know, kind of that kind mm-hmm. of traditional Ralph Lauren, Brooks mm-hmm. Brothers look. And then I went to college and then college was different, but I still probably dressed up a little bit just because I was used to it. And then in the business world, but then I, th- I feel like in the last 7 or 8 years like things have really gotten informal to a point where you can't even there used to be like by industry right you'd be like okay I work with law firms and they're always in a suit so I have to kind of be in a suit you have to mirror that but now you I walk into law firms and managing partners and you know these top lawyers they're in jeans and untucked polo and a pair of boat shoes right sometimes I do right? think
1: there's a there is a fine line
0: now I know they dress up when they need to right right but It used to be they were always like that. So we always dressed like that because, oh, okay, like that's who we deal with. Right. And so now I feel like if you showed up to some of these meetings in a suit and tie, people are going to like look at you like, Who the hell is this guy?
1: Right. Well, I do think part of you know getting dressed every day is also you being able to display your personality a little bit.
0: That's hard, though.
1: Well, how do you... And you have to think about, okay, how do I want to portray myself today? Is it that I might be going to (laughs) the golf course after I do this conference call, so I'm going to wear shorts to the office?
0: I don't know. But can you? Should you? Should we?
1: You can. I don't know if shorts are like people in this office are probably going to come bang on this door any minute when i say i would not wear shorts to the office
0: see this is where i'm confused because it was here here's the other thing it's decision fatigue Mm -hmm. it's also getting me Mm -hmm. because that means i have to think about it back in the olden days i didn't really have to think about it like the biggest decision i had is do i need to have a tie on me today or not right and then other than that okay suit no tie high suit. Or maybe I was like, okay, blazer's fine. I can always throw a tie on if I, if I get called into a meeting or something. And so historically I've always liked that uniform kind of back to the high school and parochial school days where I'm like, okay, this is one less thing to think about. And I'm like, okay, what color do I feel like, or this or that? But it's like white or blue shirt goes with all my stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So that was a decision, Mm -hmm. but I didn't feel like I was taking any risks. Right. But now it's kind of like, Okay, can I wear a polo, or would that be too formal? Because in my job, a lot of times I have a set schedule, but then someone calls me and I go run two blocks down to a meeting with a client that said, "Hey, are you available? I want to go over something with you," and I don't want to be like, "Oh, sorry, I I wore shorts today. I can't come (laughs) see you because I'm embarrassed." Right? Right. Well,
1: I think that's my biggest fear. Well, a, I've never seen you in shorts in the office, but I think you can also. Oh, yeah. You can also like have these little moments in your office setting where maybe you keep a tie at work or a sport coat behind your chair or your desk. So you have those layers that you can add on at any point if a client does call you. Right. But I would say over the last few months, you, I feel like you've dressed down more because you're trying to mirror the rest of the audience within the office. Right.
0: I am. Right. It's very deliberate. Right. So like. my, But
1: you still look great, but it's a, it's leaning more casual than when I first
0: started, I would say. Yeah. And it's been really uncomfortable for me. But you're doing a good I'm
1: job trying. not being tone deaf of your peers and not portraying, oh, I'm wearing a suit because I think I'm the most important person in the room. So I need to wear a suit every day. You might still think that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but you're doing a good job when it comes to dressing.
0: Yeah. And and for me, I was thinking about this and maybe this is helpful to the audience. Like my old default was a suit, no tie, pocket square or blazer, no tie, and then different combination thereof, right? Mm-hmm. Black or brown shoes. I have plenty of shoes. I can mix and match, right? Formal, informal, et cetera. And now I'm trying to get into, I'm trying to build a third uniform. Okay. So I still have those two mm-hmm. ties. I have an amazing collection. I honestly don't think they're ever going to get I don't much think more they're, life. No, I I, 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 don't, I think really don't think they're
1: coming they are back. coming back. I really and it's don't.
0: It's kind of a bummer because for me, like I felt like it was a safe way to express my personality. Mm-hmm. The two things I was, you know, you were always allowed even the most conservative environments were your watch and your tie. So you could at least express yourself in a very discreet way kind of way. Right. About how you were feeling that day or the time of year. Right. I thought it was a lot of fun within a safe confined of the uniform. Right. 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 (laughs) And and so now I'm trying to develop my third kind of uh, uniform. And for me, it's really blazer, Oxford shirt, some sort of jeans. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Nothing ripped or torn conservative jeans, but like well fitted and then loafers. Yeah, i'm always love loafers. I think they're comfortable. I try to go with the sneakers I just can't mix a sneaker and a blazer in my head
1: You can I know you You're can
0: just- and I know that there's people that do and some people pull it off for me It's just it feels wrong Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it is wrong, but it feels wrong to me because like a sneaker to me is kind of like it's casual that's right. for the weekend or it's for after hours.
1: I, the sneaker and trend is not going anywhere. I know though. it's
0: not going anywhere. And 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 I, I love sneakers. I have a huge collection.
1: Like even a white pair of sneakers is now looked at as a dress shoe.
0: I know. And I think that's OK. Like I said, I have no qualms with others wearing it. Right. But just for me, like it's just like there's I was like, I have to define new boundaries mm-hmm. on what I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And I, I, for some reason I was like, you know what? The sneaker thing with a blazer, I can't do that. <laughs> now I can do it with a, like, if I had no blazer on, which I feel very naked. Mm-hmm. Like I feel very naked at work if I don't have a blazer. And the, and then this is maybe getting into the psychology think, yeah, so
1: like, a little
0: bit, but I feel like for men in general, like if you had to have a new uniform page, what would you advise? Right? Am I on the right track?
1: Yeah, you are. Women have a lot more options right, than men. Right. Because if you feel, can't wear yeah, shorts, then you only have then you right? only have pants. Like that's your only option yeah. is pants and some sort of shirt. So it's either going to be a polo, an Oxford, a sweater. Right. A blazer or a sport coat on top of it, a quarter zip if it's winter, but there's not a ton of options. So you're definitely on the right track.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So. What about for women though? How do you think the rules have changed for them? And I'll be honest as a guy, I don't really, I don't pay attention so to speak. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like, you know, I, uh, you know,
1: (laughs) right. It's kind of like a, we're going like, we don't want to, yeah, we don't want to talk about it. But I mean,
0: there's definitely, obviously there's probably certain things that like, Hey ladies, you shouldn't wear. Again, I think it it
1: depends on your setting. So I work with a bunch of men. I'm not going to wear certain things to the office. Just because I don't want to put myself or anyone else in a situation where a comment could be made or something could be perceived as, wow, she was really trying to get it today. (laughs) Like, I just don't want to go down that road. Perfect example is when we had our Christmas party. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, texting my girlfriends, what the hell do you wear to a Christmas party with all the brokers who are all male, but then their wives are also coming. So I don't want to be the one woman in the office who shows up to a Christmas party in knee high boots and a mini skirt. And all of their wives are like, Oh, so that's the girl you work with. So you have to know your, that's what I'm saying. You have to know to your audience. Right.
0: Do you think for women, do you think it's easier or harder because there's so many more options? You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. mean, like, give me an example. Like, I, I explained my story arc of like, okay, this is where I started my career. For men, there was very strict rules, period. I mean,
1: perfect example is when I was interviewing when I was graduating college. A fas- it was a fashion company. It's Von Mar. Yeah. And I don't know, sorry, Von Mar, if you're listening, I don't know if they still require this, but you had to wear pantyhose and you had to wear a skirt knee length or below. Like that was in the interview process. So in if, you're blouse, com- if you're not if you're not comfortable like, with this, like you can't work for us. And it's right. like, those days are long gone, mm-hmm. but you also need to feel comfortable in what you're wearing. Yeah. Women get away with a lot more.
0: So if you had to boil down though, right, you were advising a young woman coming into the workforce and they go, Paige, what should I wear? Mm-hmm. Right. On yep. my, what should be my two or three kind of key typical outfits? Yeah. You know, that are, Going to be pretty universally acceptable, mm-hmm. right? For a non formal function.
1: Yeah, I would say slacks in either a black, a khaki. Mm-hmm. You can do white as long as they're not see through.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. See through, you got to be very careful. You can do with slacks that.
1: with a blouse and blazer. Mm-hmm. You can also transition that blazer to a blouse with jeans and the, the same blazer. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of this like desk to dinner situation. So if you're a single girl or just a girl who wants to go out, you could wear a knee length or midi dress with a blazer over it. And then as you go to dinner, you can switch that blazer out for a leather jacket or no jacket at all. So there's a lot of like, you know, a but mixing, I, matching, yeah I would say a good fitting, pieces, a good right? fitting blazer that you can layer in is, is crucial. You can also keep a neutral element at your desk. So it's a khaki sweater, or a white sweater, or a black sweater so that you can throw on or take off throughout the day.
0: Is there still that rule like where women shouldn't expose their shoulders? Is that still a thing?
1: It's pretty, I mean, or is that a
0: Catholic school thing that like got
1: like tank tops? I would knots. say pro, I don't, Again, it's all, I don't know. That's why we're talking about it. Because off-the-shoulder shirts are a really big trend right now. And it's still pretty high. If you think about it, it's still high cut. So it's not like you're showing a lot of cleavage. But your shoulders are exposed. Like our our grandmothers would probably be rolling over in their grave if I was like, oh, yeah, I wore an off-the-shoulder shirt with a pair of jeans and boots to work, they would be like, excuse me? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. You hussy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. And my nails were painted red. No. <laughs> oh, God.
0: <laughs> a street walker. I know. My mom
1: still has a thing about red nail polish.
0: It's interesting that some of these things, you know what I mm-hmm. mean, still exist. And, and that's where I feel like it's difficult, even in a multi-generational workplace, Right, right, because I feel like there's some of that friction as well, and like casual Fridays are dead because every day is casual, you know. And I'm curious what you think. I mean, do you see the trend? You know, I think a lot of people predicted after COVID that there'd be this resurgence in formal wear. You know, that
1: was it was like a a a report that it's coming back. Formal wear is coming back, but it's coming back in a different version. It's not going to be the same men are wearing three piece suits and women are wearing dress with pantyhose and high heels.
0: Like we're not going back to mad men. No, no, I don't think so. No. I mean, I I don't think at all at the end of the day. I mean, I I just feel like it's still very confusing time.
1: Yes. And I don't think we've cleared it up at all.
0: (laughs) No, but I do think you gave some really good examples, right? Yeah. And, And for our listeners, maybe what we'll do is put on an infographic with some examples for them to reference. Because I, like I said, I had this panic attack on Monday and I Googled like mm-hmm. 2023 men's business casual. And I felt like more confused than before because it kind of gives you conflicting advice. Like sometimes you can wear jeans
1: but jeans are never allowed. But like they're the, allowed. the Forbes article that we were reading, it was like never wear jeans. Yeah. But then later it was like the one thing that you need in your work job is dark denim. It's like, okay, so you're also confused. But I do think the two main points is one, you have to feel comfortable in what you're wearing. Cause if you're comfortable, yeah. then you're going to rock you're it no matter good. what it is.
0: You got to feel good, look good. Feel you got to
1: feel good, look good. And then your work will portray that. Number two is you have to know your audience. Yeah,
0: And I think for guys, the other thing that I've noticed, and I and, and maybe you would agree with this, maybe not Paige, and I'll let you chime in. The one thing with guys that I always say is like, make sure you think about this terms of these uniforms, but buy pieces that fit within those uniforms. Mm-hmm. I feel like for men, like dress shirts, as an example, there are true dress shirts, and then there are Oxfords and casual shirts, right. and they are not inter- interchangeable. In my opinion, and I'll give you an example, Paige, the mm-hmm. shirt I'm wearing right now.
1: Sorry, I just made a face on him because I, I, I don't.
0: But I'll explain, and maybe you'll agree or disagree, and you can disagree. It's fine, right? So the shirt I'm wearing right now, custom made for me, double barrel cuffs, mm-hmm. Neapolitan collar, soft soft finish, right? So if you're big into tailoring, you'll know what I'm talking about. No plaque, right? That's a formal dress shirt, and I wore a suit today mm-hmm. without a tie. Mm-hmm. So I would wear this with suit. But I would be very reluctant to wear this dress shirt with a pair of jeans because jeans are informal, and this shirt is formal in its construction. Mm-hmm. Traditionally now, speaking,
1: if you were to unbutton the sleeves and roll them up,
0: it's still a formal. <laughs> so here's 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 you
1: can make it a little less formal.
0: You could. No, you're not wrong, but I also feel like this type of collar.
1: The collar is what is formal, yes.
0: right? So if you wear a formal st- stiff kind of collar that, that is designed to wear with a tie or wear open, I feel like there's some guys out there that are like, oh, I'll just take my dress shirts and wear them with a pair of jeans. And you gotta be a little bit careful with that. Like find textures and fabrics that are, and constructions that are casual mm-hmm. or more casual to kind of fit with a more casual look.
1: So would you wear your shirt now with a pair of dark denims and a sport coat?
0: I'd be very cautious. But you
1: could do it.
0: I think you could do it with a very plain looking shirt, but I wouldn't.
1: Well, that is a plain looking shirt. It's a it's a solid light blue shirt.
0: Yeah, but I'm the, just I'm just the construction of it right okay. with the beveled sleeve. <laughs> it's meant for formal wear. I know. Right? And so my thought is, well, I have a collection of casual soft collar, you know, Oxford style shirts mm-hmm. custom made. That I wear with jeans because those are more soft, casual, more sport wear, right? Mm-hmm. The old terms of men's formal wear and sportwear. right? Like mm-hmm. you go I, I picture Brooks brothers in the nineties when I was a kid and you go in there and there's the sports section and then there's the formal wear section. Mm-hmm. And I, in my head, maybe, and this is, maybe this is wrong. I still have like, Oh, this shirt is from the formal wear section. I shouldn't go mix it with the sportswear sh- section. Right. And, and cause they sell dress shirts, in the sportswear section that are meant for sport. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Even though no one's doing sports, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) but that's where my head is at. And so, and maybe that's something that was pounded in my head by my dad. Right. And I always thought like, Oh, there's this magical line and you got to be really careful with it. Cause I always think like, Hey, like, cause it, it it looks better, right? If the Mm -hmm. outfit is like, it kind of fits a theme, right? right? Sporty, casual, soft shoulder construction, versus you wouldn't wear a suit jacket, a formal suit jacket with a pair of jeans. right? So why would you do that with a dress shirt, right? That's my thought on it. I don't know, Paige, what do you think?
1: I think, I mean, it it teeters the line both ways. Like the shirt that you're wearing right now, like I said, it's a, I I understand it's custom and it's like-
0: It's more formal. It's
1: more formal, but it is a solid blue. So if you just break it down to what it is, it's a light blue button-up shirt. Mm-hmm. You're not going to like that, but no, it if, you, is. if you throw it on with a pair of jeans and a linen sport coat,
0: but, <laughs> but here's the, here's the, but I knew it was coming. If I wear it with a casual pair of pants, right? Mm-hmm. Pair of jeans, maybe a nice white or neutral color, or light tan mm-hmm. pair of jeans. I feel like, mm. but if I wear it with a pair of dress linens or a light wool, okay. <laughs> do you see see where i mean yes. so so that's kind of where i think like that's where you got to be a little bit careful and it's almost safer to say i got these things you know and i'm thinking as a man you're maybe,
1: you're thinking geranum like geranumals isn't that what it was so they color coordinate the yes. blue goes with blue shirt goes yes. with blue jacket yes
0: i almost think like you got to view it as here's my here's my shirts and my Clothes that go with this type of outfit, <laughs> this type of uniform. Yes. And then these are my shirts and my pants and all that that go with these type of outfits. Mm-hmm. So when I'm thinking about what I wear, I pick, okay, this is the uniform I'm going to put on. And then here's my pool that I can select from to be creative, to yes. be safe.
1: Yes. Because my husband thinks the same way. I think it's a man versus woman thing. It
0: might be. <laughs> Boil it down. Maybe it is. I don't, I don't know. But that's how I've always thought about it in terms of like, the three buckets: casual, sportswear, formal wear. Mm-hmm. And I, I keep you know within the house each of those houses. Right. Those things can stay, and they can be mixed and matched within the house, but they can't go from house to house because otherwise you start looking really wonky. Right?
1: <laughs> you can if um, if it's done right, you can mix. But and it's match. tricky. It is tricky.
0: So maybe a tip to the male, the men in our audience is maybe think about it in terms of those
1: mm-hmm. silos. S- s-
0: work with a stylist or somebody that can help you or somebody you trust and find things within each of those and then pick within each of those. And then maybe it sounds like for for women, you have a little bit more flexibility to mix and match and be creative.
1: You do have a little bit more flexibility. My golden rule, especially as I was managing 80 employees and we work in the fashion industry and at the rack, you were allowed to wear whatever you wanted as long as you had your apron over it. (laughs) (laughs) If you look in the mirror and you say, "Hmm, I don't know if I should wear this to work or not you should probably not.
0: <laughs> that's a good, that's a good advice. If you
1: have that little inkling in the back of your, your gut feeling telling you, I don't know, this is teetering line odds are it is. And you should change your outfit.
0: So for, for women, right. We mentioned sneakers. I've also seen women wear a lot more sneakers. What are their mm-hmm. trends for women that, you know, people are like, well, should I wear this? Should I not? Which ones are the yeses and which ones are the no's? So there's a
1: big the controversy list. about ripped denim.
0: Okay, so is that a, is that a no-go I, still?
1: See, I think it's okay if it's paired with the correct things. but And
0: if the rips are in an appropriate place. If the place. rips are in the
1: appropriate place.
0: No ass cheeks showing. No
1: right? ass cheek, no upper I've, thigh, I've no like, ball. you know. But if it's like a, a knee rip, no one's going to get frisky over a knee.
0: <laughs> I don't know, shoulders were a big deal. It Apparently can look a little 50s. bit
1: less dressy, but again... That's kind of where everybody's going. What about going. fray?
0: Like a fray on a cropped jean? At on the, the end, bottom? On the bottom. I think that's fine. That's fine. Okay. What, what other things <laughs> Say are because I wear
1: those quite frequently.
0: What other kind of- th- Yeah, that's why I brought it up. <laughs> I didn't know.
1: Yeah. Um. I think fray on the bottom is fine. I absolutely never wear a crop top to work. Please.
0: No crop tops. No crop top. Men too, no crop tops. No
1: crop top. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> Doesn't matter. No. Okay, I so think- crop
0: tops. But was there ever a controversy around that to work? yes really
1: yes i did several interviews where i was interviewing people for a job and they would wear a crop
0: top and for our audience that's not familiar with a crop top page could you kind of describe what that is because i'm not even exactly sure i think i know <laughs> a but crop I'm a little top
1: clark. is i'm trying to think of how to
0: it's like a half shirt it's right?
1: a half shirt i mean it basically Shows would your belly come or your right underneath your bra your rib cage yes
0: yeah Okay, so that's what. So those your are. stomach is it so some part of your right stomach,
1: part. either your upper stomach, your belly button, depending on what kind of pants you're wearing. Some of your stomach is exposed, and that is never appropriate in the workplace.
0: I think that's that's pretty smart. What else? What other things are kind of on the? Is it is it cool? Is it not cool? This setting, no setting. I'd say anything sheer. Sheer. Okay. Yeah. It kind of th- goes along with crop top.
1: It would. Yeah. I mean, it's it sounds like common sense stuff, but
0: that's like you know. a going out. Yes. Thing, but that's after hours, yes. that's not during business hours. Correct. Okay. What kind of shoes are no goes right now? But that some people, you see some people violating.
1: I would say flip-flops are never allowed in the office.
0: I think that's smart, unless you're a surfer.
1: For men, you should never expose your toes <laughs> in God. the office. I agree
0: with that. You know I don't like flip-flops. I know. Unless uh, you're on the beach. Yeah. Then it's acceptable, but yeah. that's it.
1: I would say no-go to flip-flops. Slides are really in right now. So I would say slides loafers are really in for men and women. Yeah.
0: Loafers are making a huge, I've always huge been a loafer comeback. guy, but yeah, I guess I've always been in style. God. <laughs> just, I like him cause I have a high arch. Yeah. And so like lace ups were always difficult. They were always were painful where loafers were comfortable for me.
1: Yeah. And typically in menswear, lace ups are considered a little bit more dressy than just.
0: So does that see. apply to like heels where the toes exposed as well too for women? Like, like, you know, those wedge sandals, things like that. Those are, those should be no goes in the workplace. No, I think. With exposed toes.
1: Well, flip flops. I was talking oh. exposed toes for men.
0: Oh, man. Because
1: it. you have, I mean, women for you can peep toe toes. shows, yeah. shoes you have.
0: Okay. So yeah. we want to clarify for men, for men. <laughs> please do not show your toes at work for women. There sounds like it's,
1: there's yeah, it's acceptable as long as you're
0: not barefoot.
1: Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: Got it. Yeah. And you, you know, right.
1: Take care of your feet.
0: Take care of your feet, yeah. right? If they're going to be on a, on, display, on display, which makes sense, yes. right? That's reasonable. Yeah. Any Anything else out there that you've seen that's China? been very controversial, men or women, that should do like things you're like, as a man, you should never wear this. It, and beyond the obvious, maybe some of these subtle things. What about the, the whole trend now with, I see younger guys wearing this, the suit with like the, the fancy t-shirt. Mm-hmm. That's like an old 90s thing yeah. coming
1: well, back. Yeah, well, all the 90s is coming is that, back. But do you I do think, think that's
0: acceptable it's, or not? I, again,
1: I think it goes back to your audience. Do you work in a tech world where everyone's wearing Converse sneakers and jeans and a throwback shirt with a blazer? Then fine. Yeah, It depends on what your industry is and who you're working with every day.
0: I'll, I'll be frank. I think, you know, I'm just going to say because I'm a guy and I can say this. I say <laughs> that look really works well if you got a six pack. Mm-hmm. or you're trim mm-hmm. or you're fit and athletic. If if you're on the husky side, you might want to be careful. Yeah. If within <laughs> fancy t-shirts. That that's true, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like there's some things that you yeah. just body type wise can't, doesn't really work well. It doesn't look as good and not as flattering.
1: I frequently try to dress my husband like a runway male model. And he's like, do you know who you're married to? I can't wear a knit polo. It's going to cling in all the wrong spots. So, <laughs> I'm also learning on how to dress him.
0: Well, thank you to our listeners. Hopefully, you guys learned a little bit and, and, and hopefully have a little bit more. Yes, I feel like we
1: probably confused everyone. No, more. I,
0: I think the, though those were some good insights because a lot of people are afraid to ask mm-hmm. some of these things, mm-hmm. right? And what we're going to do is Paige is going to put together some so two infographics that'll be released with this episode that just shows examples of what we're talking about as like, here's the new uniform for men, here's kind of a new uniform idea for women, or maybe she'll do a few for. I'm, I'll let you, Paige, kind of go go at it. Yep. And then you guys can kind of see. But this is something that it sounds like, how does this relate to real estate? I mean, at the end of the day, this is how we use real estate. We got to show up to work. And honestly, after COVID and the pandemic and working from home, a lot of rules got relaxed. Mm -hmm. And so we're trying to figure out what the new rules are, just like everyone else is. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Talk soon.
1: If you like what you heard, please hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to like or follow us on LinkedIn and YouTube at Urban Foundry Podcast.